Hi, this is Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the weekly Thimbleweed Park stand-up meeting podcast. Every week we talk about what we did last week and what we're going to do next week. And as always, I am joined by David Fox. Hey there. And Gary Winnick. Hello. Hey, Ron, is the computer now you're running on all cylinders? You like all restored and everything? I think it is. I haven't I haven't noticed anything bad and I haven't noticed anything missing. I'm sure I'm sure there are lots of like little files that didn't get backed up, but I haven't noticed any of those yet. And I did get a really clean desk out of it and I cleaned off my monitor in the process. So I guess I guess that's a win. Uh, I think it put the fear of God at least into me. I don't know if it did with David, but certainly to the rest of us. I'm now like backing up my shit every like tw- 12 seconds or something like that. No, every I, I, 10. Had this, I had this happen to me once before. So yeah, I, I, I back up the same way that Ron does and over the over internet also. I think backing up is one of those things that, you know, you think it's a really good idea, but as soon as you lose a bunch of stuff, then you become these, your religious converts to actually doing it rather than thinking about doing it. I've lost a lot of stuff over the years, so I, I definitely back up. You know, when I first started working at Atari, which I think was in 1982 uh, or, or 1981, something like that, I remember being introduced to this large room that was like just a warehouse full of cubicles they still had those in those days and i would sit at my my desk and like the power would go off every once in a while when the power would go off everybody in the entire place would curse there'd be like this storm of cursing that went up (laughs) and down the halls so i guess they didn't really know how to back stuff up then that you just had to like save your crap or something my my left hand has this twitch which is kind of corresponds to hitting command s all the time (laughs) and every time (laughs) whenever i whenever i do anything look up it automatically goes command s which uh, for mac people that's the same as control s for pc people i think i got trained in the 80s when a mac the macs i was using then would just crash totally crash you know like every every few hours or something so um but that doesn't help if your hard drive goes so you do that too yeah ron just had me order from amazon i just got in the mail it just came a two terabyte drive it's the size of like you know a deck of cards or something like that i'm just looking at this thing going my god this is crazy these things and they just keep getting bigger and smaller and faster what's the deal yeah it's it's like a two terabyte drive and what did it cost like 68 dollars i think 70 bucks 72 (laughs) dollars yeah it's crazy absolutely crazy I remember, you know, when I got a 20, 20 megabyte hard drive, it was, this was right before I started working on Monkey Island. I got a 20 megabyte hard drive and I just thought, wow, this is like more space than I would ever know what to do with. Yeah. I, I remember going to my first 20 meg, I went to like, a, I guess is the West Coast Computer Fair or something in the, maybe 1986, the guy there, there was some guy, you know, I was trying to debate between a 20 and a 40 and the 40 was like. $800 and the 20 was like about 600 and figured, you know, what he, the guy there said, you know, you're going to use, fill it up, whatever you get, you'll fill it up. And I said, no way. So I got the 20, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that was when, you know, well, all we had were text files. Yeah. Just word docs and stuff. Yeah. So. All right. So David, what did you do last week? Last week I was first, I was at the Rube Goldberg machine contest for the college students. Did you win? And got, I well, I was a judge, so oh. I definitely, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, then we went off for Andy's birthday to Lake Tahoe, so I didn't get a whole lot of work done. Um, and now I'm I'm jumping back in yesterday, and um, I did finish lighting the circus, 
um, since the last time I was on a podcast. Um, so next time we show images of the flashback version of the circus, you'll see it all lit up, lighting and flashing lights. I think I counted lights in one room. It was about 200 light bulbs. Each one's individually animated. And that's probably the worst case or the best case, whatever. And now I'm working on the audience. Gary's been drawing up animations for the for the audience for Ransom's stand-up act. And I got the left side of the... I guess I get the, the side-facing people in. So each one has several frames of animation that I have to wire in. Yeah, I saw that last night. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So Gary will, I guess, be continuing working on that. I'll wire it up. Yeah, it's the most fun I've had in a long time. It's just like animating these 50 characters. I didn't say anything. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> also, just bug fixes. I'm not going to PAX, so when you guys are off, I'll be continuing just going on to the next chunk. I guess working with Octavia and Mark, because they should be continuing to do stuff. So continue wire things there's in, and I have a back list of bugs that I pushed off because they weren't PAX-related. All right. Gary? Yeah, so as David said, I've been working on animating the characters for the audience. I think I've said it for the last two podcasts you haven't actually put up yet. So when this comes up, then it'll be three podcasts in a row that I've been working on the character animation for um, Ransom Circus Flashback. But I expect to have that done this weekend, finally. It's just been kind of a long time-consuming process because there's so many different characters in the audience. And everybody will have to look in the final game and, like, you know, see... It's like one of those Mad Magazine things where you have to identify all the characters, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there's some fun cameos in there. So working on that, uh, but expect to be wrapping that up fairly soon. It's just been time consuming because there's around, I'm going to say, 50 plus characters. And each one of them has, although not that much animation, when you add up 50 characters and all of them have to clap and all of them have to laugh, it just, you know, it just it's just time consuming. It's that thing Ron says before where I basically say, Ron says to me, so how long will it take you to do this or that? And I'm going, not long, not long. And he goes, well, you realize you have like 500 of these things to do. And that sort of then becomes a little bit more daunting. But this at least particular task is sort of moving towards its uh, finish and we're going to have that in by packs. So um, I think it's looking pretty good and I'm happy with it. I just want to, you know, get through it and move on to something else and then next week you're going to be at pax yeah i will that should be fun so so people so people should you know come and play the game Terry, you haven't seen what it looks like yet right when they're all animated um individually i've seen them not all together but i'll take a look at it you know i assume it's in is it in today's build ron i think it is i'm pretty sure i did a build after david checked that stuff in last night so it's probably in today's build yes yeah, so i'll take a look at it all right. Well, let's see. Last week, um, mostly a lot of pack stuff, um, bug fixes. We're making some changes to the way the UI works, and I really wanted to get all of those in by pack. So I've been doing a lot of that. And some of the UI fixes require a, a lot of room art to be done, because one of the things we're doing is we're extending the, the, the all the screens to be, be full screen. So it kind of floats under the UI. It actually looks really nice, but it does require a whole bunch of rooms. So I've been working on that, getting a lot of that done. And uh, just, you know, everything else that needs to be done for packs. Um, you know, Jen's been working on getting a lot of uh, merchandise stuff, like, you know, the T-shirts and everything done. And so I've been helping out with that, uh, getting all that stuff prepared for packs. 
these uh, shows, they're, they're a lot of fun, but they're a lot of work. You know, it's, it's not just the two or three days that you, you know, that you spend at the show doing stuff. It's the, you know, in, in this case, it's literally two weeks before the show, getting everything ready um, to show. So they're actually very time consuming things to do. Do you feel in general, are you happy with our progress overall? you know putting you know that aside yeah yeah i i think it's good i don't think any of it's wasted work right it's it's all stuff that we would need to do for the finished game anyway so it's it's just it's stuff that's just coming a little bit out of order you know has kind of caused you know the progress of the you know the core game to stall a little bit while we get this other stuff done but you know it's stuff that would have had to been done anyway so it's ultimately you're not losing time on it but it is nice to see the game or a small section of the game in a much more polished state so i think it you know gives you interesting ideas for you know how the whole thing is going to look when you see these little areas you know everything animated and you know david mentioned like the lights in the circus i think that was one of the things that when we did the press demos at gdc we just kind of realized how dead these rooms were because they didn't have any of the ambient animations the flags didn't animate the lights didn't you know blink and and all that so it was just one of those things we had to had to go do but it's nice to see that stuff yeah i'm also going to say that a a lot of the decisions you've made recently, like the new beginning and how to, you know, modify the interface, all of those things have been substantially improving the way this looks. And it's kind of funny how, you know, you're sort of just coming up with these things. It feels like almost on the fly, but they're really making a dramatic difference. I think there's a there's a certain amount of pressure, you know, and it's why in some ways I, I enjoy the end of a game because you're you have this deadline that's looming and you do have to make really quick decisions about things and and i found sometimes some of the most you know interesting and innovative decisions are made because you know of time pressure you know it's this last minute thing you need to do something and i do find that doing these show demos you know even back you know at lucasfilm we were doing you know the um you know ces shows it's like a lot of interesting things go in right before because you look at things and you go wow we, we need to make those look really neat and you come up with interesting ideas to do that do you feel like um you're any surprises here in terms of how much work you think we have to do now that you see what the level of polish is that we're going for or is this pretty much expected yeah i think it's pretty much expected you know i mean we have a fairly large chunk set aside for polish you know and i'm, and I'm glad we do you know, seeing all the stuff that we need, you know, that we're doing just for this PAX area, right? And the whole PAX thing is, what, 12 rooms, maybe maybe 15 rooms in total, right? And and that's 15 rooms out of close to 100 in the final game. So, you know, going through and doing that level of polish in all these rooms is, you know, definitely a bunch of work. It's hard to look at the game how it was before. Is it, when do you see how it is now? It's so... Yeah, it's so much. Um, yeah, it's so different. More exciting to look at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's dramatically different, as they say in the trade. <laughs> this is stuff that head and never... shoulders above floats to the top of the software cesspool. Scumware. I, I, I know when we were doing Maniac Mansion, Zach, I think having animation, background animation, a scene might have been like you know the the tail of the clock, you know, the clock ticking, mm-hmm. and that was that's about it. Uh, maybe someone moving around. Um, so having several hundred objects are, that are animating, you know, really makes a huge difference. Um, I, I'm hoping that we're not like, you know, George Lucas and adding a whole bunch of TIE fighters now that because you can. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some things that are really nice, like in the 
in the bridge opening, you know, all the grass, you know, kind of waves in the wind and things like that. You know, maybe people don't notice that consciously, but I think subconsciously you do. I think it just, it gives you a, it gives you a, a certain kind of feel to the world when all that stuff is animating. Is that being done with shaders or did Octavia do that? Or how did that end up happening? Because I just heard originally we were going to do, Malcolm was going to do it with shaders. Did that happen or is it a different process? Yeah, it's all done with shaders. All the grass waving is done with shaders, yeah. Pretty impressive, actually, then. All right, is that it? Yes, so. Yeah, I think so. Good luck in tax. I guess we aren't going to be talking, doing a podcast next week. Yeah, we'll probably skip the one next week. Maybe what I'll do is I'll get that podcast that Gary and I did while you were gone, get that edited, so that can actually go up next week uh, when we're gone. Isn't there another one before that we didn't put up yet, or is that, am I just... Yeah, there there is another one. <laughs> There's all these podcasts. Bonus, and bonus, bo- it's your Christmas present. Actually, just have the guy in Italy do them all from now on, you know? It would save us a lot of time if he would just do them. We are coming up to the one-year anniversary of the podcast, too. I need to go look up the actual date that we started the podcast, but I think it was in April, wasn't it? It's like late April. Maybe. So would you do like a happy birthday podcast podcast? Yeah, we can all sing happy birthday on the podcast. Oh, I don't know. But <laughs> I heard David sing like last time, and that was enough for me. All right. I will uh, talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye. podcast april 13th first podcast oh really so we already passed the one year anniversary oh well david can sing happy birthday if he wants to